This is Against All Enemies, a show about threats to American democracy. Political violence is on the rise. An alarming percentage of Americans believe they may have to take up arms against their neighbors. Some are already doing so. Every weekday, Against All Enemies highlights the activities of extremist organizations and their enablers. Our goal is to educate, not to alarm. The threats are real. But if we know what we're up against, together we can beat them. I'm Chris Goldsmith from Task Force Butler. We're a group of veterans fighting fascism, and Task Force Butler steers clear of partisan politics. We have a wide range of views on everything in our group. The thing that unites us veterans and volunteers is our love of our democratic norms. And that means we don't have any use at all for fascists or authoritarians. And today, we're going to be talking about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Now, no, I'm not calling RFK Jr. a fascist or an authoritarian, because Representative Jim Jordan wouldn't invite a fascist and authoritarian to testify at a hearing hosted by the House Judiciary Committee's Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government, would he? I mean, Jordan invited him so that Kennedy would testify this week, just days after he went viral for making anti-Semitic remarks. And this is so interesting because RFK Jr. has a history of using the platform his name provides to promote dangerous conspiracy theories. I'm sure we'll all be very interested to see what RFK Jr. does when he's in front of Congress. RFK Jr., most likely, without even realizing it, has for years played a huge role in funneling people from the political left, center, and right into the radicalization pipeline by lending credibility to conspiracy theories that lead to some nasty places. Because if you traffic in conspiracy theories, you are never far away from anti-Semitism. And if you're around anti-Semitism, Nazis and authoritarians are never far behind. And that's why I'm talking about RFK Jr. today. In the last week, he's gotten a lot of well-deserved attention for comments he made at a recent New York City dinner. Here's the video. And we need to talk about bioweapons. The level, I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past two and a half years. And, um, uh, and you know, the, the, what we, the technology that we now have to develop these microbes we have we've put hundreds of millions of dollars into uh, ethnically targeted microbes. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there's an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately. The, uh, the, 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 the races that are most immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the, of, um, the genetic structure of genetic differentials among different races of the, um, of the receptors, of the ACE2 receptor. Um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and, uh, and, uh, and uh, black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and uh, and Chinese. 
And, but not, we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted that or not, but there are papers out there that show the, you know, the, um, the racial and ethnic differential kind of impact to that. We do know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing ethnic bioweapons, and we are developing ethnic bioweapons. That's where all those labs in the Ukraine are about. They're collecting Russian DNA, they're collecting Chinese DNA, now, notice he did the thing that's so common in the just asking questions crowd. He said, there is an argument. He said, there are papers out there. And he said plenty of other stuff, like peddling Russian conspiracy theories that have been used by the Kremlin to convince Americans that their genocidal war against Ukraine is justified. The thing about RFK Jr.'s gassing off at that dinner is that he also included the age-old blood libel against Jews. We know it when we hear it because we hear and read this stuff all damn day at Task Force Butler when we're collecting intelligence in neo-Nazi chat rooms. It's all garbage and Josh Marshall at Talking Points nailed it when he wrote, quote, as a general policy, we shouldn't listen to people who routinely make nonsensical claims and back them up by referencing studies that either don't exist or don't say what the person claims. There's no real difference between Kennedy's anti-Semitic genocide conspiracy theory, his general anti-vaxxery, or the various other nonsense he spews if you take a moment to hear him talk. It's the common parlance of Twitter-based independent thinkers. Now, I've been following RFK Jr. for years. To be clear, in the past, he has done objectively good and important work on things like climate issues. But his conspiracy theories about medicine have been problematic for a long time. Things really took off for him when he started appearing at anti-vax COVID rallies where Proud Boys would show up to ride the coattails of grievance and to recruit new members. In October of 2021, RFK Jr. headlined the so-called Rally for Freedom and March Against the Media, where hundreds of anti-vax extremists gathered and there were calls for public health officials to be arrested. Now, RFK got on stage after other speakers promoted insane conspiracy theories like that the COVID vaccine makes people magnetic, and then used his famous name to lend credibility to that kind of stuff. These rallies were promoted by local Proud Boys chapters and were just weeks after the same anti-vax organizers led a march where participants attacked and destroyed a free COVID testing site. RFK Jr. runs a nonprofit with the deceptively named Children's Health Defense, which he used to target uh, moms with disinformation throughout the whole pandemic. I think it's fair to say that with the last name Kennedy and branding himself as protecting children, he was able to sink his hooks into a lot of folks who otherwise never would have had a reason to fall into the radicalization pipeline. RFK Jr. has used his name, his nonprofit, and these rallies to put thousands of people next to extremists like Proud Boys and he's convinced them that they're all on the same side. Dr. Richard Allen Williams, a cardiologist and founder of the Minority Health Institute said Kennedy is leading, quote, a propaganda movement and quote, absolutely a racist operation that is particularly dangerous to the black community. Dr. Williams has said that RFK Jr. is, quote, the ringleader of the misinformation campaign. 
Kennedy's misinformation campaign and the elevation of extremist views isn't just dangerous to the black community. In January 2022, while speaking at an anti-vax rally in Washington, D.C., RFK Jr. claimed that the vaccine mandates are worse than the policies of Nazi Germany, saying, quote, even in Hitler's Germany, you could hide in the attic like Anne Frank did. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, that's a lot. I just want to stew on that for a second. So the Auschwitz Memorial, among many others, loudly condemned RFK Jr.'s conflation of vaccination and medicine with the Holocaust. Kennedy has not been the only one to make this transgression. There's been a steady conflation of the horrors of the Holocaust with vaccine denial and conspiracy theories. This was a year and a half ago. RFK Jr.'s been here before. Most people go their whole lives without tripping into vile anti-Semitism and appropriating the Holocaust for gain. At Task Force Butler, seeing these comments weren't a surprise. We agree with Yair Rosenberg writing in The Atlantic when he said, quote, Kennedy is a conspiracy theorist and the arc of conspiracy is short and bends towards the Jews. It is impossible to circulate on the conspiratorial fringe and not encounter anti-Semitism. I strongly recommend the article, and you can find it below in the show notes. Rosenberg highlights other bigots and traffickers of anti-Semitism that RFK Jr. has met with and worked with over the years. Which brings me to our core mission at Task Force Butler. We exist to use lawful means to impose economic and societal costs on white supremacists, neo-Nazis, and the anti-democratic street gangs that are operating in our society. And at Against All Enemies, our mission is to expose those in power who amplify these groups. Repeating conspiracy theories is like repeating gossip. On one level, it can feel kind of titillating and exciting. But afterwards, you realize you just trashed someone's name and reputation for a cheap thrill. Trafficking in conspiratorial thinking is dangerous. Conspiracy theories give oxygen to the environment that grows authoritarians and is another way to wink at Nazis and the street gangs. We have seen so many of the violent fascist street gangs attach themselves to issues to build influence and power. And we know they don't care about them because the only things that they care about are dominance and control by street white men. I mean, seriously, is this the guy that anyone would trust to, quote, save our children? Like every toxic organism, this stuff lives in the bloodstream of our body politic and is always on the lookout for fresh food to help it grow. As early as May 2020, just a few months into the pandemic, researchers at Oxford University in the UK found that one in five respondents agreed in some way with the statement, quote, Jews have created the virus to collapse the economy for fi financial gain. At the same time, Groups tracking anti-Semitism pointed to an increase in anti-Jewish incidents and sentiments around the world since the pandemic struck, with Jews being blamed for creating the virus or trying to profit off it, among other conspiracies. Ultimately, it doesn't matter what RFK Jr. thinks or what's in his heart. He's said he's using his presidential campaign to raise awareness of his anti-vax and conspiracy theorist views.
But what always comes along for the ride when you traffic in conspiracy theories are the beliefs about how Jews run the world. That first step, dehumanizing Jews by making these people out to be something dangerous to be feared, desensitizes people to cruelty and divides us against one another. And that turns into violence. And who in our society loves to marginalize and threaten Jews, the LGBTQ community, immigrants, and those who can't defend themselves? Fascists. You can't separate the anti-Semitism, the authoritarianism, and conspiratorial thinking from the fascists. We hope in your world, you never give an inch when people start pushing these conspiracy theories. Every day at Task Force Butler, we're making it harder for them to fundraise, train, and organize. And in order for us to do that work, we need your support. Against All Enemies is produced by Ken Harbaugh in partnership with Task Force Butler. Our team includes our producer, Michael L. Sessor, and the Task Force Butler volunteer researchers who provide much of the intel and analysis that we'll be bringing straight to you in this new show. Come back tomorrow for another Against All Enemies. Please like and subscribe to the channel and share this video with three friends who you know care about our democracy. And check us out at taskforcebutler.org. See you soon.